Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ravens lose yesterday 17-10. to They were cleaning out their lockers at the castle today. Let's go out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Jonas Shaver was there yesterday and today, and he joins us now. And Jonas, thanks as always for joining us. I guess the, we'll start with the running game and the lack thereof. Six carries for running backs. How surprised were you at yesterday's offensive game plan? Pretty surprised, guys. Uh, pretty surprised, just Everything on paper suggested that this was the game where the Chiefs were ripe for the picking, uh, missing starting defensive tackle, starting linebacker, you know, that the best way to, to keep that ball out of harm's way and that dangerous Chiefs secondary was to run the ball. And, you know, even though the Ravens were banged up at certain spots up front, you know, Kevin Zeitler obviously not 100%. Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses, as they told us today, fighting through. Based on what we saw the Bills do to the Chiefs, the, the the week before, it made sense that the Ravens would buck their own tendencies and, and run the dang ball, and, and they did not. You know, like like I wrote about this afternoon for the banner, the the run rate, the design run rate was like flagrantly low. You know, one yeah. of the the lowest run rates in any game this year, and you know we're, we're probably not going to talk for to Todd Munkin for for another couple months, and um, I'm sure John Harbaugh will get asked about it in the same way that we asked John Harbaugh about. Uh, Greg Roman's play calling after that 2019 loss of the Titans. And I, I don't know if there's anything that, that he could say that's going to, you know, put up any bomb on the, the scars that Ravens fans are, are dealing with right now because they should have been more balanced, even though you know, they were playing half that game down by 10. That's still plenty of time to actually try something different and, and go to what's working and what has worked for you over the course of a, a 17 game, 18 game sample size. Jonas, during open locker room today, did uh, any of the players, were they asked about the lack of rushing attempts? Yeah, th- th- there weren't a whole lot of guys in that round game that, that showed up. Uh, Justice Hill talked for a little bit. I think my colleague Kyle Goon, uh, you know, talked to him, and, and he, I think he said we, we called the plays that were ran. And, you know, to be clear, it, it's so tough to, to assess blame in a situation like this because – the deal with play calls is, you know, typically if, if it's Lamar in the huddle, he's getting two play calls in from Todd Munkin, and then he goes up, goes up to the line, and you know, he has the opportunity to can one of those calls and go to the other. So it might have been that there were advantageous run calls that were, you know, radioed in, and Lamar thought better and went to the pass play, and that's going to be a, you know, 
there's an obliqueness to that situation that we might not never totally understand. So you don't want to lay all the blame for that run-pass ratio on Todd Munkin because Lamar is so empowered, and that means that he can move it to the pass. We know Lamar likes to pass, and maybe him wanting to prove himself in a, in a setting like this got him into trouble. But again, it, it's just it's so tough to understand exactly why they, they couldn't have been more willing to do what the Bills did a week ago. Well, there's a big part of me that feels like, I mean, we're not talking about a young quarterback anymore. I mean, this guy is is been established in this league now for a half decade. So who cares what people say about you? You're about to get a second MVP. But there's another part of me that's like, I kind of, and I'm sitting in the upper deck. I got a pretty good view. Like it, it looked a little hero ballish at me at times. Like it looked a little bit not willing to do what Andy Reid and Mahomes were doing, which is control the clock, run the ball, take what's there. Like I, a lot of times where even frankly, Lamar seemed a little reticent to me to just scramble. You know what I mean? To go. Okay, three Mississippi. It's time to go. I start moving up in this pocket. And if nothing's there, let me run for seven. That just didn't seem to be his mindset. Even the stuff that was there that he tried to take w- was not accurate or, or it wasn't working for him. I mean, I think the uh, the most one of the most uh, low-key revealing parts of how the, the air yards broke down yesterday, Jason, was I think like on throws uh, like behind the line of scrimmage, I, I think oh, Mahomes yeah. like hit, hit every single pass and Lamar went four for nine on throws <laughs> behind the line of scrimmage. you got to be at least... 80%, you know, obviously that at least some margin for error for passes being knocked down or drops or whatever, but you got to hit those layoffs. I mean, those are the things that, that keep the defense honest. And for, for Lamar to, to not have any joy throwing over the intermediate part of the field, and not have any joy throwing downfield, you've got to take the stuff that's, you know, nine yards or, or fewer. And, and he just couldn't, wouldn't, and, you know, that, that has been – you know, his bugaboo. I mean, I, if you think back to that game against the Bills uh, where, you know, he ends up leaving that game with a mm-hmm. concussion, the, the Bills just, you know, lined up in quarters every single time and said, there's guys open up in the flat, take them. And Lamar didn't. And that was a, a huge reason why, why the Ravens lost that game. Now, Lamar's evolved from that game. He's a better, more mature passer. But there's still things that he needs to get better at. And the best coordinators in this game have found in the playoffs a way to take advantage of that. We're speaking to Jonas Schaefer, who covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner. It's inside access on the fan. Jonas, uh, positive was the defense. I mean, after the Chiefs went right down the field, back-to-back touchdowns, they really settled in and did a damn good job. Uh, what adjustments did they make to shut down the Chiefs? Uh, to be honest with them, I haven't had a whole lot of time to, to dig into the film. Um, uh, I, I think, you know, Stephen Ruiz, who does a good job of, uh, of covering the NFL for the ringer, uh, tweeted something at halftime about how the Chiefs, like at any time that they figured out that there was match coverage, which is obviously, you know, kind of zone that turns into man based on the the, the coverage tendencies and, and how stuff lines up. Uh, they were figuring that out pretty quickly. So, so maybe the Ravens changed, changed things up with that. But just to your broader point about the, the defense doing what it had to, to, to put this offense in a position to succeed. I mean, I, I think the Chiefs finished with like 4.4 yards per play, which was, I think, the like the fourth lowest of any game in the Mahomes era. So for the Ravens to, to waste that incredible effort, I, I know obviously those those two touchdowns to start the game kind of changed the game for the worse, if, if you're looking at it from the Ravens' perspective. But 
the, the defense should, should hold its head high. I mean, the, 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 yeah. to do what they did against the, the Seas offense was, was more than enough, I think. Jonas, let's get to one specific, and that's the play of Kyle Hamilton. And, and uh, he, he seemed to me, at least, to be the best player on the field for the Ravens yesterday. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I did the, the top 20 players for the, for the Ravens going into the postseason, um, maybe it was a little bit controversial. I, I don't know. But, you know, I had Lamar number one and Kyle Hamilton number two. And, it, you know, he, he did everything yesterday. I mean, he, there was like a missed tackle in Rasheed Rice. But other than that, he was just throwing his body around with reckless abandon. You know, he was clearly not 100%, but it didn't matter. He was, you know, timing his blitz to perfection like he always does. He was, you know, sticking guys. Uh, as a run defender, you know, make, making his run fits. He was locked down in coverage. He, he was, you know, just looking like a guy who was well beyond his years. And, uh, you know, <laughs> he's still a year away from, from that contract extension. But when when he does come up for, for uh, that second contract, he is going to make it rain, as, as the kids once said, because there is nothing that he can't do in the football field. Jonas Schaefer covers the Ravens for the banner. Jonas, thanks as always for your time, man. Uh, I appreciate it, and I, I guess uh, you don't have to go to Vegas. Huh? <laughs> you don't have to. You can save some money at the tables. You don't have to go to Vegas because the Ravens didn't get it done yesterday. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I think both my tickets are fortunately refundable, but you know, maybe maybe I'll still go and treat myself. Everyone <laughs> needs a boys' night every once in a while. <laughs> thanks, buddy. We'll thanks, talk soon. Man. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you all this season. Yes, Thank sir. you. Thank you as always. Yeah. Coming up next, we want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. What did you think of what you saw yesterday? Ravens lose to the Chiefs. We talked to the people in the WGK Law Guest and Caller Hotline next year on The Fan. Inside Access. Ravens lose 17-10. They cleaned out their lockers today. We want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. WGK Law guest and caller outline. Let's get started with a guy who, let's face it, he's out there every game. And I'm curious to get his thoughts. Trippy. Trippy's in Baltimore. You're on the fan. Hey, man. What's going on, man? It's a sad day, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I've been crying all night, man. Like, it, it, it's just, I mean, it's just sad. Like, I'm gonna just be honest with you. Like, we just gotta get better on offense. Like, we always get the defensive pieces. And, like, if somebody would have told me, right, that the score would have been, what, 17, what, what was it, 17, 10 at halftime or something like that? No, it was 17, 17-7. Oh, 17-7, and we still had a chance. Of, uh, like, even the, the Chiefs didn't even score no more points. And, like, I was just upset. To be honest with you, I was more upset with Todd Martin, like, for us to, you know what I mean, not even yeah. run the ball effectively. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's crazy because, like, fans are so high on Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook ain't even do nothing. Like, I, I just don't get it. The receivers, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, I got more I want to say, but I'm going to just, you know, keep it light for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, our window. I mean, this might be like like the 2011 season, but it's just like we gotta stop doing that. You know what I mean? We gotta play Ravens football. I really thought Lamar would have just took off. You know what I mean? Play like like you know Superman ball, but I guess hey, the NFL ain't want to see the Ravens in the Super Bowl, so maybe next year. <laughs> but 
Hey, I'm going to still call in with y'all. You know how I do. Yeah, Thanks, my man. Day, man. Hang yeah. in there, I brother. Keep the y'all. faith. Appreciate it. Hey, I do want to read this before we head back out to the phone lines. Josh Norris, uh, he's on Twitter. Uh, he's with Underdog Fantasy. He said he was he's tweeted, was just curious, so I looked through the box score. Ravens opened the second half down 10. They called three design runs in the final two quarters of the game. The Niners opened the second half down 17. They called nine design runs before taking the lead with 10 minutes left to go. It's a joke. I mean, again, they never handed the ball off to running backs, two running backs, mm-hmm. twice in a row the entire game. There's no, there's no, I mean, like, there's no, I don't get it. No excuse. They weren't going up against the uh, 2000 Ravens rush defense. No, they, they were not. No, they were going against, against an elite Chiefs. secondary. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's, let's grab, uh, let's go back out and grab Ron and Owings Mills. Ron, you're on the fan. Dr. Weinman. <laughs> how Dr. are you? Dr. Lockenfora, uh, Dr. Barbalache, how are you? <sighs> We've been better, brother. Yeah. Hope you're hanging in there. Well, you know, it's it's very sad. I mean, you know, it, holding Patrick Mahomes to 17 points and I mean, losing is losing, but you hold Patrick Mahomes to 17 points at home, you just can't lose that game. Like th- this is just common sense stuff here, guys. I mean, you hire the new coordinator so you so these things don't happen. Gus Edwards three carries, what a joke. I'm sorry, Munkin was great all year, but in these big boy games, I, and he's won a championship in college, but I can only assess it based on when you're with me in the big games. I was disappointed. Munkin's got to get heat. I, I appreciate you calling that out. Look, I'm Kenny, you're going to be surprised. I'm not blaming John Harbaugh. I'm not blaming John Harbaugh. Even though he's 1-3 in, in AFC championship games, even though he's only won two playoff games in the last 10 years, Kenny, I can't expect him to tell his coordinator to run the football because he's never done that. He, he defers to the coordinators. The coordinators had to get it done. Lamar had to get it done. Lamar failed. Kenny, he has to – Lamar Jackson is not – I'm sorry, he holds the ball too long, and when he's trailing, he panics, Ken. This whole team panicked again, we, and I think we can get Lamar back in this situation, Ken, but it's just it's a nightmare. Uh, it's just, it's very sad, but I appreciate it, Doctor. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank, thank you for the you call. Thank you for inventing. so much. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling yeah. you with nights. Yeah. Oh, We'd back to Kenny. Kenny, 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 Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> He's, hey, He's hey, I think we're the the key is everybody's frustrated. Let's go back out to the phone lines four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. Nick, Nick, you're on the fan. What's going on, guys? Hey um, I'm a big Raven fan from Staten Island. I used to have season tickets, make my way down there. Six awesome. hours round trip. I was there last week, and I was there yesterday. I had the day four hours fumble happen right in front of me. Oh, and. I'm just so disappointed. I think this is worse than the Cundiff loss just because of the expectations alone. My big thing is, it's just like, how is there six running back runs? And I just think the biggest thing that goes, that doesn't get attention is that two minute, after the two-minute warning, they have second and four at the 50, and they throw deep to Aguilar, and then Hill drops the ball, and they give it right back to Mahomes. Yeah. Why not just run, do a couple runs? Turn the clock out, and you're there 14-10 or 14-14 at half. It's such a big swing. Yep. And I just I don't get why in these big games they panic, they go away from what they've been doing all year. They were rotating the offensive line all year, and they don't do it yesterday. And then they sort of got abused. And Lamar's running around just playing hero ball. I just, I just don't get it. I don't know why this happens almost every year. It's just like... Always something. They and I thought this was the year. No, I, I hear you, man. I appreciate the call. Let's let's get uh, Pat in Columbia. Pat, you're on the fan. 
Hey, gentlemen. Um, thank you. And, and look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, we got to cut hard right away. But my, my point is, when do we have the discussion? Aside from 2019, I, I thought this was kind of the perfect year. We kind of, you know, you wonder when the speech gets old, like what's going on up in Pittsburgh. But you don't want to lose the D coordinator. So do you promote within or, you know, you have Bilicek, you have, you know, you have uh, Tennessee coach Rabel. Like, when do we have the conversation to say maybe we need something to go to the next level? Oh, when does that happen? Well, I don't, appreciate the call. I, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to, as we said before, it's going to come down to Steve Bashotti, and I don't think Steve Bashotti's there. I don't think he's close to there. I'm not sure he's ever going to get there again. Um, I, I don't know who, like, there is no automatic upgrade. So, like, there there is inherent risk. Like, what, Mike Vrabel, I mean, they, what am I, I mean, there's how many jobs open? He didn't yeah, get one. Not like, yet. I'm just saying. Uh, like I think he's a pretty good coach. Do I think he's better than Harbaugh? And I don't think Harbaugh is a birthright to this team either. And mm. I think they they crap out early in the playoffs again next year, and I, I, the conversation will certainly grow. Will it move the owner? Probably not. Even then, but like Belichick's gonna be seventy two years old. Belichick has never won anything without Tom Brady. Like I, I don't. Th- there's a reason why nobody, even Atlanta, didn't want him. Like mm. they didn't. He wasn't getting in that building. Like it wasn't going to happen. So I, he's going to come here a year later, being out of football for a year at age 73, and that's the move you're going to make. Like that? No. I mean, there's there, you. You're not getting somebody with his resume to come in here and replace him. Now, mm. do you think there's a younger, cheaper, better guy somewhere? Maybe, but good luck identifying him. Like like. Most of these owners stink at doing this. Yeah. Let's grab one more. Kevin's in Baltimore. Kevin, you're on the fan. Yeah. Thank you for hearing my call, man. Look, sure. Lamar dropped the ball. Harbaugh dropped the ball. Munkin dropped the ball. Lamar should have been running like he played from his um, peewee to a college. He should have been running. You know, earlier in 2019, he was, he was in the pocket. He's gone. He hesitant. He's been hesitant, and that's what they, they, they got him to play their game. As long as he's not no more dual quarterback, they got him. And that's how he got to break out the chain and, 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 and be himself. And that's why he lost. You know what I mean? He lost because he didn't be himself. Well, no, he's I- trying to be other people. Appreciate the call. We we did hear some. You know, we were talking earlier about guys trying to keep up with Mahomes, or at least the the legacy of who Patrick Mahomes is. And I think it was Cam Hayward was talking about that. Online. Start chasing ghosts. Yeah, you're you're trying so hard to keep up with Patrick Mahomes, even though he wasn't putting up crazy. He was numbers. managing the game. He yeah. was doing what Lamar should have done. Yeah, and, and we <laughs> except never... more runs for Lamar, but yeah. like uh, then obviously they're designed runs for Mahomes. They're not really designing any yeah. runs for Mahomes, but. Um, Yes, I think Lamar was trying to do too much, and I think he overextended himself at times, and if he had kept it simple, and one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, start moving up the pocket, start moving, advancing the line of scrimmage, um, and Todd Munkin called it not a complete abject failure of a game, that it's probably a different outcome. We'll, we'll, never, we'll never know for sure. Coming up next, we will uh, go back out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Our buddy Mark Viviano, he was there yesterday. His thoughts on what he saw next here on The Fan. Inside Access. 
Ravens lose yesterday 17-10. The offseason begins now. Let's head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Our buddy Mark Viviano, Sports Director, WJZ Channel 13, joins us now. And uh, Viv, uh, we'll ask you the question that we've been asking everyone, and that is the offensive game plan. Only six running back runs. How much did that surprise you? That was surprising, and it was interesting to see that Kansas City came in and stayed dedicated to mm-hmm. its running game. And even when its running game wasn't working in the second half, they never abandoned it. They just stayed with it. And they kind of worked from the mentality, the Chiefs did, that they could get two, three yards at a pop and convert some third downs because they're confident in their quarterback and his ability to do that. And in the first half, um, Patrick Mahomes was five for five on third and fourth down, and he just moved them. Now, in the second half, he didn't, but the Ravens, it wasn't that they didn't stick with it. They never started with it. So uh, it's a fair point to ask why when that was your best weapon and you never pulled it out uh, in the biggest game of the year. Viv, Lamar Jackson did not have a great game yesterday. Is it as simple as, did you think that he was pressing during that game? I mean, it looked like it. I'm not in his head, but that was, that was not a, that was not a good playoff performance, obviously for the team, for him. I don't, uh, you know, the defense had a, had a good second half, but no, it's troublesome when you consider that, you know, this team since they drafted him and, you know, your, your measured quarterbacks, you know, are measured by postseason success. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Nobody's going to, going to doubt that. But when, since he's drafted, they've only won two playoff games. It's, it's, it's notable. Is it all his fault? No, but you asked me if he appeared to be pressing and I would say, yes. I mean, that's my observation and his playoff record and, and record of performance in playoff games is clearly below the standard he sets in the regular season. Now, the playoffs, all the teams are better. These are the best teams. And the Ravens appeared to be the best team, but this is another time in which they've been the best team and uh, exit short of a Super Bowl. I don't want to go crazy um, about the wide receivers because like nobody I mean Lamar was off right like they didn't really the play calling was bizarre they didn't get into kinds of situations they normally get to it's hard to sell play action when you don't even try to run so like Zay Flowers made some plays and nobody else did but I also just think maybe taking a little bit of a wider spectrum out and I I hate to bring it up again but like I kind of feel like they're going to be on the hunt for wide receivers plural again this offseason like Odell had a really good November, and everything else was, frankly, rough. Um, and Bateman, like, I, if it ain't there with these two yet, and Lamar's got a 69.2 career passer rating thrown at his cat, like, it might be time to try something else. And we know Aguilar was, you know, a, a sort of a, a one-year rental in the in the sort of realm of the Sammy Watkins and that kind of thing. Like, it, it seems like they got to do a lot of work there again. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, you know, I, I think – Odell Beckham Jr., I don't know what the plans are the Ravens have for him. Um, I think the one thing that's a little bit different is that they feel like and should feel like they do have uh, receiver one Mm -hmm. in a guy they drafted in the first round in Zay Flowers, and from there you can build, and from there you can add. 
and provided Mark Andrews is healthy, you've got your quarterback's favorite target. So, yeah, I think there's an element of retooling there, but it would be with your best receiver in Mark Andrews being back and with a first-round draft pick who played up to the part for the first time. And from there, I think they'll be okay. Now, who is it going to be? Of course, that's a big question. And maybe OBJ comes back. Um, Yes, they're going to have to do some retooling there. I don't think that's a dire situation, not as it was prior to this year. Speaking of Mark Viviano, it's Inside Access on the Fan. Viv, you did a player show with, say, Flowers throughout the year. Went for over 100 yards, but had that critical fumble at the goal line. What did you think of his performance? Well, he was up to it, but to those moments that were a bit big, right? I mean, that's, that's again, it's not just quarterbacks who are measured by postseason. Teams are, players are. Um, I think the taunting penalty was regrettable. Uh, and obviously, um, it was an effort play to get the ball in the end zone. It wasn't a, you know, if you want to just say, you know, he, it, it was stupid or something. I don't agree with that. I think it was an effort play. Uh, it was regrettable that he did it in the manner that he did to leave the ball exposed. But he, it wasn't for lack of trying. You know, it's if you look back, and I know you guys have have seen it all and fans have seen it all, the last three playoff games the Ravens have lost have included epic, what I would almost call, cundiff moments. You go back yesterday, the Zay Flowers reaching into the end zone, having the ball knocked away. Like that, that, that was an epic mess. That, that was bad. That changed everything. And then you can add Lamar's desperate throw into the end zone to that. The prior game that they lost in the playoffs was last year, when Hubbard ran 99 yards with a fumble. And the prior loss to that was Teron Johnson's 101-yard return of an interception. It's like when they lose, things turn on them in epic fashion in games that you think they're going to win. And and granted, last year was not with Lamar Jackson. It was with Tyler Huntley. But they, they were in a position to win a game. So there's something about the January spotlight, and I believe and and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs just pretty much showed a master class in this is their time. And the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are yet to seize this time of season as theirs. And it's I think it's real. I think there's something to that. Until they do it, they haven't done it. And it can it there's there's a level there, and Kansas City has found it, and they're not going anywhere soon, guys. We know that. We know what it took for Joe Flacco and the Ravens to get past Tom Brady to get to a Super Bowl. And think about Kansas City. You know, I remember talking to you guys before the playoffs started, and we were saying, okay, who could take down the Ravens? And I said, yeah, like who's lying in the weeds? It was Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, this, this is, and they'll probably tell you this, this is the worst Super Bowl team they've had. But they were still good enough to beat Miami badly, to win at Buffalo and win at Baltimore. And that's Tua Tungvaloa, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. You know, it took Joe Flacco, what, you know, having to you know, beat the Colts here and then go on the road and beat 
Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. But when you're Patrick Mahomes doing it, you're better than everybody else in the league right now. And, yep, we, we, we may have discounted who the Chiefs were this year. There's no discounting them. They're, they're really that good, especially when they need to be in, in the playoffs. They have let the people know what's going on at WJZ Channel 13. We still crank out the purple. In fact, tonight uh, will be our final installment of the Purple Connection with Ray Rice. We'll sit down with him, Super Bowl champ, get his thoughts. And as uh, you know, obviously a former running back, I want to know what he thinks about the running attack that was quickly abandoned yesterday against Kansas City. That's streaming on WJZ.com tonight at 730. Viv, thanks as always, buddy. Thanks, we'll bud. talk to you soon. All right, fellas. Be well. Coming up next, we have a poll, we have a bunch of polls up. We'll get to that. And what did we think of the officiating? What did we think of all the penalties? We'll give you our thoughts next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Look, I know that there will be discussions about officiating, and we're going to have a brief one here, and we'll probably have another one tomorrow. But that is not the reason they lost this game. Mm. Um are games called differently in the postseason? Does the NFL have an officiating problem? Is it kind of ridiculous that these crews are thrown together for the playoffs having not worked before? Do some of these officials have certain an MO, a book, certain ways they call games that would tend to maybe favor certain penalties being called over others and all that? Yes. Were they calling a whole lot of PI yesterday? No. Not really across the board. Were there a couple that should have been called against the Ravens? Probably. Um, Is there a grand conspiracy against Baltimore from the league office? No. Um, Some guys lost their cool who don't normally lose their cool. Mm -hmm. And it just looked like the Ravens were frothing over a little bit and, and a little bit more frustrated, even on the defensive side where they played a hell of a game. They they just seem to be a little bit out of character, like a little bit off kilter, a little bit more on edge or raw than they needed to be. And that resulted in some critical penalties in a game where every point and every yard mattered like we thought it would. And instead of this home crowd, and it was loud and people were getting after it and it was fun in the upper deck, like they brought it. It wasn't it didn't rattle Mahomes. It really wasn't going to rattle Mahomes. The, the the tackles didn't jump. It wasn't a thing. But I don't know if being at home maybe brought out in some ways the worst in the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And they felt like Lamar felt like he had to put on more of a show. The defense was getting frustrated even when they were keeping them in check. And people like Kelsey, who know how to push buttons, were pushing buttons. And yes, is a Kelsey or a Mahomes going to get some calls that other people don't get? They might. But that's not anti-Baltimore. I think that's just human nature and the way the league works. The NBA, like the NFL, certain guy, Tom Brady got certain accommodations. Peyton Manning, like, that's it's, it's his oldest time. Some guys get calls. And anyone who thinks the reason the Ravens lost this game because of officiating is insane. Absolutely insane. Were there some missed calls? Absolutely. The the one that jumps out to me immediately is Isaiah Likely uh, on the third down prior to the field goal. I mean, that, how that wasn't defensive holding is beyond yes, me. Yes, here's the funny thing. But, in, in a weird way, it actually worked out in the Ravens' favor because you know damn well if they get that automatic first down, they're going to bleed another minute off the clock, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to still have to settle for a field goal, and then they have no shot of doing what they were trying to do there and get the ball back. Uh, that being said, were there some horrific you know, moments that – went against the Chiefs absolutely I don't know if I've ever seen a quicker whistle than that Rashad Bateman fumble uh, near the goal line where they blew that day oh, yeah, yeah. that was the quickest whistle I've ever seen and Justice Hill 
He tripped uh, Chris Jones in the end zone. Yeah, like and they a blatant trip, and there was a safety. And the phantom hold on the touchdown pass to Sheree Rice that was that that canceled that out. Yeah, that that looked that didn't look like a holding penalty. So, so. my my point is, it, it was both sides. Uh, the officiating was not the reason the Ravens lost that game. They don't care about fixing the officiating, do they, Jason? No, and the, league, the owners I mean, don't. So yeah. the league won't. Yeah, it'll always be like this. At some point, they'll get younger, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, that's already happened. I mean, yeah. they've lost a lot of yeah. institutional experience and and memory by yeah. There's been a lot of guys retiring. I mean, we've got the sons of guys now. Yeah, sons of guns. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Sons of guns. Yeah, I did that. that hey, I, very that's well good. done. Hey, coming up next, we did our six pack of defensive observations earlier. Now we're coming for the offense. Six pack offensive observations next here on the fan. Inside access. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 